I almost forgot to enable Skelevision. What's the matter? You guys scared? <laughs> in reference to the competition and page count. Oh yeah, the competition. Um, well, I'm hoping they just forego the page count and they'll just like read the first 10 pages and be like, well, it's over the limit, but you know, it's decent. So whatever, we'll keep it in. I hope they don't fuck me on that. If they do decline my if they don't look my look at my script or they consider it ineligible, they better give me a fucking refund. Because those application fees aren't cheap. John, thoughts on The Last of Us 2? A lot of people are complaining how fucked up the new trailer was and how it was gory for no reason. I don't know. Yeah. I liked it. I, th I thought that was badass. The new, the new Last of Us looks gnarly as fuck. But, uh... The violence didn't bother me. Like, I thought that was kind of impressive, to be honest. Like, because that's what you got to do nowadays is just grab the fucking audience by the throat. Like, if you want to get them interested in something, whether it's games, movies, television. And Last of Us is supposed to be a very oppressive atmosphere, you know? It's supposed to be a very unforgiving, cruel world that that game is building. So that vi that level of violence makes sense. And I was actually... I was actually glad because I'm like, oh, they're really upping the stakes now. This is awesome. What? But the main thing that pissed me off about that was uh, how it didn't. Like, where's Ellie? Where's Joel? I want to know what's going on with them. You know, I want to know how that little gameplay trailer, whatever the fuck was happening there, relates to them. Like, I was waiting for a little thing at the end where. There's like a character reveal and it's Joel or Ellie and then you kind of get some context as to what's happening. But it just seemed like a random clip of like non-recurring characters. Like you, you didn't even know it was a Last of Us game until the very last shot where the clickers start running at the the people. I'm excited for it though. I think it's going to be dope. Uh, did you see that article from Polygon about that? Where it's like, stop using violence to sell your video games. And it was bitching about violence against women. women. Like, it was a woman committing the violence. Like, are we all equal? Like, if, if these people are constantly saying that the genders are equal, why do they keep making a distinction about female uh, violence on women specifically? Like, if it's all fucking... If, if everything, if all both genders are on the fucking table, it shouldn't matter, right? If the genders are really fucking equal, then it shouldn't matter that a woman's getting the shit beaten out of her. Is it okay if it's a man getting his elbows smashed with a hammer? Is that fine? None of it's okay. These fucking pussies, man. You try and turn everything into like, well, this is misogynist. This is just nothing but women hating. It was a woman with the hat, or it was a woman committing the violence. Does that not fucking matter? Shit's fucking stupid. John, it seems like every console this generation have finally come into their own. Xbox One X, PS4P. What the fuck is that? Oh, PS4 Pro or something? And Switch are all good. Dude. Oh, uh, fuck. I, like, for the longest time, I was thinking I was going to get a PS4. And then... um, And then I was considering an Xbox One. But now I want to switch. Like, Breath of the Wild and Super Mario Odyssey look... Like, I haven't played either of them, but they both look like really fucking awesome games. I, Super Mario Odyssey looks so fucking good. And apparently Breath of the Wild is really, really good. I'm good. I mean, apparently there were some, like, Nintendo Switch had some launch failures. Like, I can't remember the failure rate for the Nintendo Switch on launch. But, like, there were consoles being released. That people were reporting all these issues with, like, screen flickering. And there was, like, stuttering in Breath of the Wild when there shouldn't have been. But, uh... Man, that, the new Zelda and Mario's look fucking great. I wish I could play those. Thoughts on Red Dead Redemption 2? Yeah, that looks cool as fuck. I'm excited for that. Imagine this is who Spider-Man is at home. 
spoopy game for the spoopiest time of year. John, would you take a crack at writing Halo 6 if given the chance? Uh, yeah, man. I would try to make it, like, intimate again, like like the first Halo, you know? Where it's just Chief alone on a ring and, like, make Cortana the antagonist and make it, like, a psychological thriller kind of thing. I think that would be fucking cool. And not just, like, expand the main cast to a bunch of fucking characters that you don't give a shit about. You know, Peter Parker ten years later. <laughs> we need a massive Mario party. Did you guys see that guy who modded Super Mario 64 to make it multiplayer? And then Nintendo slapped a cease and desist on him? I thought that was fucking cool. But man, Nintendo's so fucking anal. I hate it when the modding communities get suppressed. There's so much cool shit that comes out of the mod communities. But you have all these fucking conglomerates that own all these game developers who are trying to put a lid on it. Because they want to monetize everything. And put fucking loot boxes and everything. Would you be up for writing a Red vs. Blue season if you could do it your way? They've been having issues lately. I'm not aware of the issues you're, they're having, but I, I couldn't write Red vs. Blue because it's not my show, you know? They have a different mindset, you know, when they're writing their stuff. And that's okay. But I, I couldn't write their stuff, and I wouldn't expect them to be able to write my stuff. Like, can you imagine Red vs. Blue writing an Arby and the Chief episode? It would be different. Not necessarily bad, but it would be really different, and it wouldn't just wouldn't be the show anymore. Jesus Christ, I've never seen that much detail in an open-world game, at least on the facial animations. It's fucking unreal Rockstar or fucking Wizards. Oh, are you talking about Red Dead? I saw that last trailer, that gameplay trailer. That was pretty cool. Basically, Cortana is ruined. Chief was sidelined, and there are too many Spartans now. Yeah. I didn't mind incorporating the extra Spartans, though, when it served a gameplay purpose, you know? Like when Reach did the four Spartan thing. It was because they four-player co-op was a thing, you know? But that Halo 5 like dividing the game between Master Chief and some random black bald dude <laughs> for no reason. Or no gameplay reason, at least, just narrative reasons. But I, I don't give a shit about... The, who the fuck is this? Yeah, Rooster Teeth has the new 2D department. It'd be sick if they just let you do polyfrost. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they've expanded quite a bit, haven't they? Fuck. I see, I see articles about them all the time. Fucking Forbes and shit. Nothing about me or what I'm doing. What about the seven seasons I made? Isn't that good? I'm not saying it's better than Red vs. Blue, but it's, I mean, it's near the same level of quality, kind of, isn't it? I mean, at least in terms of writing, maybe not production value. Maybe I don't have these cool fucking 3D fight scenes that I just seem feel like they're unnecessary you know i i feel like i can make something just as compelling through writing and dialogue alone you know you don't even need the animation shit it doesn't hurt i mean some of it's pretty cool but you can go too far with it where it's like you know everybody's just constantly throwing punches at one another and absorbing punches and there's no it's, it feels like nobody's really getting hurt, so it just sucks all the tension out of it. You know that movie Sucker Punch by Zack Snyder had all these flashy fucking 3D fight scenes, but there was no tension because, like, a giant robot samurai would, like, punch a girl in the face and she'd go flying across the room, and she'd be fine afterwards. She'd just, like, get up and, like, wipe a little bit of blood from her mouth like that fucking anime bullshit. It's like, I don't care about this. I don't, ca I don't care about what's happening. Hey, John, side note, I love your album, dude. Ascension and Remember Me is great, and Arby and the Chief is engraved into YouTube history, in my opinion. Thanks, dude. Well, so probably only a matter of time before YouTube pulls my whole fucking show off. Because it violates people's safe spaces because I'm just asking questions about both sides of issues, you know. 
and not just regurgitating all this left shit. Arby now has been better than anything Red vs. Blue has done in years. You'd get articles if you hired a bunch of people and helped the hashtag economy. <laughs> not really sure how to do that. I put some commercials on Facebook. I cut a few commercials together and I'm getting some advertising and some attention that way. Not very much, mind you. It's, but at least it's something, you know. John's face as he drowns in depression. I drown in depression every fucking day, dude. I mean, I know that I've I've had a pretty good life relatively, you know. I've been lucky. You know, I'm comfortable. I have a roof over my head. I can afford to eat every day. You know, I enjoy what I do. But I I I'd be lying if I said that I was happy most of the time. I'm just not. Life sucks. I was just I was I was out for a walk today. And I was just like depressed and I was just thinking, god, I wish something quick and painless would just kill me right now. <laughs> so I wouldn't have to deal with any of this shit anymore. Just life in general, you know? It just sucks. Do I have to say I'm so fucking happy cuz I'm I'm so much lucky? I know I'm lucky. That doesn't mean I have to like life. It's a piece of shit. And I'm rarely ever in a fucking good mood. I say 90% of my life, I've felt unsatisfied, uncomfortable in my own skin, you know, or underwhelmed, disappointed, you know. Definitely not happy most of the time. I wish. But sometimes, you know. And those moments are good. You got to get laid, son. Yeah. I haven't for a while. I got to work on that. John, show us how thick you are. I've been losing a lot of... I've lost a lot of weight, actually. Off my midsection. I'm so fucking sexy now, guys. John, you sincerely brought a tear to my eye. <laughs> I'm not trying to make anyone sad. This, this is This is a time where everybody should be happy. I want everybody in this stream to be happy. I'm even happy right now. I'm just saying most of the time I'm not. But just because I'm privileged, I shouldn't be forced to lie, you know? John, don't suicide yourself. No, I'm not going to commit suicide. But I think about it, you know? Because it's interesting. And I think anyone who says they don't think about suicide is lying through their fucking teeth. Everybody's thought about it. Why wouldn't you? It's an interesting thought. This is the life of an artist. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you know... If I was a happy guy, guess what? The show would fucking suck. I'm convinced there's like... Because I'm so fucking miserable most of the time, that's what gives my material an edge. You know? When I'm writing stuff, I'm just like, oh, fuck this. Like, ugh. Put, you channel your energy into the writing, you know? And then it makes the show good. And people relate to that anger, you know? They understand. They're like, oh, I feel that way too. Yeah, life does suck. Have you seen the new season of Samurai Jack? No, I haven't. I heard it's uh I heard it was spectacular actually. So uh I actually haven't watched much of any of the show. Like I've seen bits bits and pieces, but I haven't seen all the episodes in order. I got to get on that because apparently that season 5th season is amazing. John, see if you can make a YouTube ad for your show. Not sure how that would work though. Well, I went with Facebook because Facebook is the most successful advertising platform right now. I mean, YouTube is up there, but it doesn't compare to Facebook because everybody's on fucking Facebook. Everybody every day is flicking through their news feed on their phone. A lot of advertisement gets in that way, you know? Like advertisement is constantly changing its game because the way people ingest media is constantly changing, you know? You got to constantly be, and it's just making, you know, it easier for companies to determine how people are ingesting media because so much fucking data is collected. Do you guys hear about that fucking CIA leak, the documents from the CIA and them fucking uh, 
infecting people's computers with malware so they can access their their cameras and microphones and the malware also turns off the power indication lights on those devices so you don't even know they're on when they're in fact active and recording and sending data to them like i was fucking floored when i heard that i mean it didn't it didn't surprise me that much but it was it was horrifying all the same to finally have it confirmed you know it's like oh these slimy fucks there's no fucking line these fucking assholes won't cross you know so ever ever since i heard that i don't trust fucking anybody now i put i put and i put tape over my cameras like on my surface i have a piece of tape over my fucking webcam and my webcam in my room i put a piece of tape on this when i'm not using it i don't trust these fuckers old news uh, yeah i know it's old news but that doesn't mean like some people don't know some people have no fucking idea how this shit works what the these organizations like the cia are doing what levels they stoop to this isn't conspiracy theory shit this is happening so leaked documents that confirmed they were doing this shit so i'm just like fuck if if they can access devices and record video and audio and turn off the power indication lights, like what what can't they do? What lines won't they cross? You know. Everybody should be so fucking careful on the internet. That's some Mister Robot shit. Yeah, Mister Robot's at least enlightening a lot of people. I love that show, dude. Alex Jones was right. <laughs> <laughs> What really surprised me was their ability to control smart cars could kill people that way. Yeah, dude. Like OnStar and shit, where the, the car's engine is connected via fucking satellite or Wi-Fi or whatever the fuck to the, to the vehicle distributor. So you can give them a call and they have the power to remotely turn the engine on and off. So, like, if you have a car failure, they can potentially help you out. But if, like, say, a vehicle was stolen, you can call the vehicle distributor and they can remotely deactivate the engine. All this shit is fucking connected, like, digitally and wirelessly now. I think shit can be turned on and off remotely. It's fucking scary the amount of power some of these organizations have because of technology and data collection. John, stop. You're going to get swatted. I'm going to get black bagged by the CIA thrown into a fucking truck. I mean, does it really matter if they even record your face or voice? What's the worst they could get? A shot of you, your ass? This is a slippery slope argument, man. This, that's, that's dangerous fucking thinking, you know? If, if to something like that, you just say, oh, well, what's the big deal? You got nothing to hide. That's not the point. The point is you're handing that power over to them. And if you hand that over, then they're just going to keep taking, you know? And then people are just going to lose more and more of their privacy. You got to fucking draw a line somewhere. These fuckers just keep taking. Organizations like the CIA, like, the CIA's job is to commit espionage and break the fucking law. Like, they'll do whatever they can, you know? So at some point, you got to draw the line and say, no. You're not using my fucking webcam without my permission. You're not looking into my room and, and recording fucking audio without my permission. That's bullshit. Can't just keep handing over liberties to these fucking people. Just because, oh, you got nothing to hide, so who cares? That's stupid. John, I'm so paranoid I write my shit on airplane mode. That's fair. You know? Doing all your shit online. Or offline, rather. The point is, we don't want to live in 1985, Big Brother. 1984, I think you mean. But yeah, we don't want that. The scariest part is that they buy this malware from illegal hackers who aren't being stopped and are still going around abusing these powers. Yeah. Everyone masturbates, so what's wrong with the government coming into your room and watching you? Yeah, why don't I just fucking invite them all in in person? Come on in, CIA. Watch me jack off. John, if you get next gen, play Watch Dogs 2. It's amazing. Yeah, it looked pretty cool. I mean, I, th I think it went a little too far with the try-hard, edgy hacker shit. And, you know, 
if you're a hacker, that means like, you know, you know parkour and you wear toques all the time and you paint things with graffiti and you're such a fucking rebel. That shit kind of annoys me. And they you you have to and you wear a guy fox mask all the time. Any rights you surrender to the government, you never get back. Exactly. That's why you got to draw a fucking line. So otherwise that your window of liberties just get fucking narrower and narrower and there's no expanding it again. Once it gets narrowed down, that's fucking it. So you got to stop that in its tracks. Otherwise it just cl- fucking closes in on you until nothing's left. And then we're all constantly surveilled 24-7 like a, like a worldwide episode of fucking Big Brother. Day five on planet Earth. I can't do that accent, but you you guys you guys get the joke. I've personally seen database hacks done, and if you know what you're doing, it's easy as fuck. Companies run test servers and can take months to years to get current patches on their database. Yeah, that fucking CIA thing was bullshit. And these fucking and technologies just getting more and more friendly, and then you don't know what's going on under the hood. I think that's a scary thing. Distracting people with bullshit like fucking emojis and puppy videos. I think a little bit of pewter, computer science should be like, if you're if you're gonna make ed- educational material like mandatory in schools, like everybody should know a little bit of computer science just for their own benefit, you know, to fucking protect themselves. Learn how a computer works. Learn how all the components work. How computers communicate and store data. How they translate data. From binary to decimal and to words and whatever. John, have you seen They Live? Yeah, that's an awesome movie. Don't know if any everybody's in here seen it, but uh, They Live is a movie where I think there's these like sunglasses that if you wear them, you see what things really are, and everybody's these weird like skeleton people. And like if you if you put on these shades and you look at certain magazines and billboards, they just essentially say what the companies want you to do. So, you know, you'll look up at a billboard and it'll just say obey or consume, you know, it's like a metaphor. It's like the Matrix, you know, it's a metaphor for seeing past the bullshit. That shit's important, man. Movies like that. Yeah, that movie was dope. Out of 2,000 kids, only 30 take computer science in my school. It's fucked. Really? Fuck. That's bullshit. Everybody should be taking computer science, at least a little bit. Like, one fucking class. Just learn the basics, you know? Because this is a technology-driven economy that we're in now. Like, globally. People need to know this shit. Shouldn't be just an elective, like lesbian dance theory. It's not the same fucking thing. Hey, John, being a white male, how does it feel that in 20 years, all whites may be put in concentration camps for being born racist? Oh, yeah. Being white means you're inherently racist, and being a minority of any kind means that you're totally not racist and never can be. That's, That's the way the world works now, right? We're just completely ignoring the literal fucking definitions of words now. Racism's about institutional power now and being a part of a majority or a minority. No, it isn't. No matter how much you keep saying it or ignore the fucking dictionary. John, watch Black Mirror on Netflix. It's the Twilight Zone, but in the future. Yeah, I've watched Black Mirror. It's fucking awesome. That's another show, like Mr. Robot, that's doing a good thing by like teaching people this shit, you know? Cautionary tales about technology. People need to be so fucking careful now. Cybersecurity is going to be a huge thing. There's going to be a war on privacy. It's coming. Not just that, the fucking robots are coming too. I'm talking about real fucking robots. I don't think that's just a sci-fi movie thing, like in the Terminator. It might not be as colorful as, you know, Terminator 2, where you have a bunch of, like, steel skeleton robots like crushing a you know walking over beds of human skulls firing laser guns but something resembling that yeah i think that's possible and it's only a matter of time that's why mass effect was such a good series of games that story was fucking good the idea of the reapers 
them harvesting humanity every 50,000 years. Like, that's a scary fucking story because it rings true, you know? Because technology, the development of sophisticated technology and artificial intelligence is like a symptom of humanity existing. Like, if you have a life form that's smart enough to create this shit, eventually some fuck out there will make a rogue AI and that'll take over all the systems and then we're all fucked. That's, and that's how you get the Reapers. Eliminating the entire human species and then just... Fuck, man. That shit's coming, dude. I don't think that's being paranoid either. Robots are fucking coming. And it's going to be people like me with you know a modicum of a you know computer science background who are going to be fighting these fucking things. And then probably by that time, there's going to be a blanket gun ban, so we can't even fucking fight back against the robots. They'll just round up us all up into fucking prison camps and milk us for semen until we die. Ugh, man. I heard an interesting point about humans versus robots. Some guy said humans would win because they have wisdom and they are unpredictable. Maybe. I don't fucking know. But I think the war is coming. I don't know what the outcome is going to be. But I'm not so... I don't think robots is just... Robots taking over the world is just a fucking science fiction thing. That shit is coming. The machines arose from the ashes of the nuclear fire. Their war to exterminate mankind had raged for decades, but the final battle wouldn't be fought in the future. It'd be fought here. It's from Terminator, right? John, you couldn't fight your way out of a paper bag, you meta. I'm not talking about playing fisticuffs for the f for, with the fucking robots, but maybe I'll have the intel you know the computer science smarts to at least log into a computer and deactivate these fuckers before they twist all our fucking heads off. You guys remember that opening scene in what was it Black Ops Two, where you, at the end of the first level that robot pins you down and rips off your arms and legs and shit. That was fucking scary, man. But, you, you know, you talk about that shit to most people and people just think you're fucking around. Like, oh, it'll never get to that point. We already are at that point. Companies are already making robots. So they're fucking walking around talking to people, you know? And they've got full, like, f full fleshy faces, you know? And they, you can look into their eyes and they'll fucking talk back to you. As long as we abide by Asimov's laws, we'll be fine. I'm not actually familiar with that. I forget. Don't worry, the lizard people will be able to control the robots <laughs> if they get out of hand. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll be a three-way war between the humans, the robots, and the lizard people. The mantle of responsibility shelters all things, but only the created are its masters. John CJG would lead us against the rise of the machines with his late-night podcasts on YouTube. My real fear is that we won't even invent AI or robots or anything, and we will all just succumb to Marxism and all live in hell for eternity. <laughs> yeah. Until the planet dies from heat death. Uh, it's all bullshit, folks. I'm going to sound like a fucking asshole here, but... Uh, uh, I was thinking about uh, Rick and Morty the other day. About how... You know how there's a there's a a big portion of Rick and Morty's fan base that are fucking toxic and they read way too much into the show and Rick's personality and they're like Rick is literally me. It's like and uh these kind of guys who embrace nihilism to a fault, you know? I mean, I I'm a pretty nihilistic person, but I don't let it get in the way of my sense of humor about things, you know, and my ability to connect with other people and have a good time with other people, you know? There's some people who are just like, oh, life is all despair and it's all sucks and life isn't worth shit. And Rick, Rick, Rick Sanchez is right about everything. And like, I'm literally him incarnate. But Rick, the, he made a point in one episode where he's like, uh, that character said, uh, like the, the way to kind of feel comfortable with all, all of it is like, you, you find some comfort in the fact that nothing means anything, you know? Like, the fact that there's a multiverse means that anything is possible, and if anything's impossible, then nothing really means anything, you know? 
Like if there's an infinite amount of universes out there where every possibility plays itself out. And that's I I kind of I kind of do that same thing to cheer me up. You can you kind of like if you if I'm ever really feeling sad, you know, one day I just think about how it's all just everything's just fucked, you know? So don't worry about these stupid little things, you know, you know that might be bothering me on a particular day. You know, like a girl's mad at you or you pit you ups, upset somebody at work or you know, you know, you had a you had an argument with a friend, and you're you're having a disagreement, and or you know you're you're feeling fat one day, and or and you you know you don't feel good about yourself, you don't feel comfortable in your own skin. And I have lots of days like that, but I take a little bit of comfort in the fact that the universe is just a big, meaningless, chaotic turd, you know, and it's we're all just we're we're all just on a ride, you know. Like Bill Hicks's famous bit at the end of one of his last show, I think. His life is just a ride bit. It's like that's just the way you got to think of it sometimes. It's just a ride. It'll be over one day. One day we won't have to worry about any of this shit anymore. And just enjoy it while you're here, you know? And just laugh. Learn to laugh at things, you know? That's all you can do. I mean, pe- people have asked me like, like I've suffered for uh, from depression for most of my life, and I've had people emailing me saying, "How do you deal with it, man?" Because I can't. Like, how do how do you deal with the depression? Because sometimes it just gets so on top of people, you know. And the the way I have I have cured it a few times by thinking certain things. And what I think is this: when I'm really sad about my life. I think about, like, whenever I'm worried, because sometimes, you know, you sit there in your room and you're, you get this irrational anxiety, like the world's out to get you, you know, and like you, you, like, uh, like I, I get so paranoid, like even just a phone call, like my, somebody, like if I'm so used to getting texts now. That if somebody even dials my phone number, like, my heart starts fucking racing. Like, I've just drank three Red Bulls, you know? And I'm just like, oh, God, my heart's going to fucking explode. Even if it's just a phone call from a number I don't recognize. Like, I get freaked out. I'm just thinking, like, oh, Jesus, who's on the other end? Who who did I piss off to such a degree that they're calling me? I'm going to call this motherfucker. Hey, fuck you, John. That's what I'm expecting. Or somebody knocking at the door. I just immediately think it's, like, not going to be pleasant, whoever it is. But the way I kind of cure that, that all that anxiety is, I think, without people, the world is nothing. You know? It's empty. Nothing's happening. Like, everything that happens in the world is a result of people. People doing things, feeling things, and making decisions, and taking action, you know? That's the only reason anything in the world happens ever, right? And what you have to remember is that everybody out there in the world is like you. They get, they get, they work, they go home from work, they sit at their house, they feel sad and unfulfilled, and they worry about, just like you, about irrational bullshit things they shouldn't be worried about like oh god who's mad at me today oh who's that who's that calling me oh god who's at the door who did i piss off like the world isn't out to get anybody everybody's the same everybody wants to work and go home and just be left the fuck alone you know and if you kind of remember that if you put yourself in the shoes of everybody else like that and you realize that everybody is is like a bundle of anxiety just like you sitting at home being paranoid about everything then what's the point in any individual getting worked up like if everybody's feeling the same fucking thing if everybody's feeling anxiety what's the point in anybody feeling anxiety you know it's like you know if everybody you know the bad guy in in the incredibles he's trying to give everybody superpowers and then when everyone's super no one will be super you know 
It's the fact that something is a minority that makes something, you know, special, you know? But if everyone is that thing, then uh, it doesn't matter anymore. You don't stand out. So, you know, I just, whenever I get anxious like that, where I feel like the world's out to get me, you just remember that everybody is a human like you and everybody's is like you where they, they have worries and they hope nobody's out to get them. And I don't know. Fuck. I'm, I'm doing terribly with it. I'm, I've, I had this idea in my head. I like, I knew I wanted to talk about this in the podcast, but I'm wording it so fucking poorly. I spent so much of my life worrying about things ever since I was a kid. Remember the, like, I think it was like I was in grade five, I think, when I first really took the idea seriously that I was going to die one day. And it, it, I was mortified that day. I was so miserable. I couldn't cheer up. I, all I could think about, like I got off the school bus and I was thinking like, I'm going to die one day. One day I'm not going to exist. How am I going to die? Jesus, is it going to be horrible? Is it going to be painful? It's all I could think about all day. Ruin my fucking day. Probably ruin my week. But there's just no... And I worried about so many stupid things. Like when I was a kid and when I was a young adult and when I was in high school, when I was in post-secondary and after post-secondary, I was worrying about stupid shit. And the more you live life, you more... The more you realize how much time you've wasted worrying about things that you shouldn't have been worried about. Because there's no point worrying about anything that's out of your control. You know? I, and looking back on it, at thir I'm almost 30 now. Looking back on my life, like so much of it was spent worrying and it was all pointless. That's all time I could have spent just being more happy, you know? And enjoying the time that I have here. You know, so don't, there's no point worrying about things that are outside of your control, I guess is the moral of the story. Just remember when you're having sad days at home where you're just miserable, just remember that there's a shitload of people out there that are feeling just like you. And we're all in the same boat, you know. And there's some, there's comfort to be found in that, you know. If we're all fucking miserable, then what's the point of being miserable, you know? What if Jesus called and said, stop being sad, you goofball? <laughs> Goddamn, this live stream is at 4 fucking a.m. Yeah, well, guess what? Not everyone's in the same fucking time zone. Everyone thinks they're at the center of the universe. What are you doing up at 4 a.m., John? Well, maybe it's not 4 a.m. where I am. Because we have this thing that's called a solar system. Where sunlight doesn't hit all parts of the Earth at the same time. Don't know if you noticed. Maybe step the fuck outside and look up one of these days. Look up some Jordan Peterson psychology lectures. Hmm, I'll check that out. I don't think I've heard of them. Hey, John, do you know about Black Ops 3's twist, though? Oh, yeah, I enjoyed that, the end of Black Ops 3, where it got really trippy and it was starting to get into, like, like an AI fucking with people's brains and shit and making them see stuff. That was cool. We are the center of the universe. Oh, yeah. Shut up, Euro trash. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, the Earth is flat. Whoops. John, what do you think of Shia LaBeouf's He Will Not Divide Us live stream? They tried lighting the uh, He Will Not Divide Us flag in France recently with a drone. Fucking funny shit. Lighting the flag in France with a drone? Like lighting it on fire or lighting it up for people to see? Who is doing this? Shia? people he works with or like 4chan is trying to find the was there a new flag that was put up and 4chan fucking found it again i thought he was done with that ever since they found shia in that fucking cabin <laughs> like didn't they find his fucking flag like three separate times 
Did he try it again? I've got to read into that. Oh, God, Peterson is such a waste of time. Well, I guess everybody can't be on the same page. I love the idea that we are the universe observing itself. Yeah, because we're all like energy, right? Energy can't be created or destroyed. And in a way, we're kind of invincible, even though our human bodies can die. We are all composed of energy that can't be destroyed. It just goes into something else. I don't know, man. I talked to flat earthers on Discord. There's some crazy people. How the fuck? What argument do they use for that? I mean, there's countless footage now where they launch cameras up into... Not even just space, but you can go up to the, the, the top of a really high building and you can see the fucking curvature of the Earth. It's not a fucking flat line. So how is how is anybody even making a fucking argument in defense of flat earthers? I don't understand that. Was, is the curvature of the Earth an illusion projected by the fucking lizard people? Is it a conspiracy that I'm missing out on? Did I miss the memo? <laughs> Pole three, Shia one. So they found his flag three times. Oh, why does Shia get one point? Have they not found his fourth flag? His flag is on top of a French art museum, and they tried using a drone and a piece of cloth on fire to light the flag. <laughs> Dude, Pole did? They tried to set it on fire with a drone? That's fucking awesome. Oh, that's so funny. That's great. This That relentless pursuit of lulls. I fucking love it. What else is there to do, you know? John, you need to accept that your purpose in life is to finish Arby and the Chief. So many people will be able to die happy. Well, it's certainly been the purpose of my 20s. It's all I've been doing. Even when I, I was... Fuck, I was feeling really uncomfortable, for, uh, you know, at, during times when I was dating women. Like, because uh, they, they eat up your time. You know, I was enjoying that time, but I was also fighting off this fucking anxiety because I wasn't getting work done. Because, like, normally on the weekends, I just work. I write scripts and I edit all the time. Or stream or whatever. But all of a sudden, all my weekends were occupied with hanging out with women. And it felt, after 10 years of just working nonstop, including weekends, that felt jarring, you know? I was like, started getting anxious. I was like, oh, I feel like I should be getting work done. It was hard to, like, enjoy myself. And it's a shame, you know? Because life shouldn't be like that. I should be able to, like, divide it up in my head. Like, this is work time. This is me time. It's hard, though. I mean, lately, I haven't played any fucking games. It's just, just whenever I'm streaming, that's when I'll fucking finally pull a game up. Start playing something. Having some fun. Not that I don't have fun writing and producing the show. I mean, it's a, it's a grind. But I at least enjoy it. I don't hate it. But yeah, I was feeling really anxious when I was like, Yeah, I don't know. I just, I worry sometimes, you know? Like, am I ever going to be fucking happy? Or is it always going to be like this? Where I just write my whole life, don't see any women, and just die. And then my show gets fucking forgotten about. Because it's not politically correct enough. Doesn't get it, get listed in any fucking search algorithms. I've tried so fucking hard to, like, make cool content that, I, you know, I would hope by now would have gone viral, like one of my trailers or one of my new episodes or something. Nothing compared to, like, the early days of Machinima, you know, when I first made Master Chief Sucks at Halo and that shit went viral just because it was so new at the time. I don't know, Fuck. John, I have $60. What game do you want right now? <laughs> That's a lot of money. Save your money, dude. I appreciate that, though. 
I want to play Stick of Truth. But fuck that DRM bullshit. And, like, apparently, like, the end of the game is... I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard, like, the end of Stick of Fractured Butthole. Did I say Stick of Truth or Fractured Butthole? I meant Fractured Butthole. I heard, like, the end of that game is behind a fucking DLC paywall or something. Is that true? I don't fucking know. But if I were to buy a game, that's the next one I would get. Because I loved Stick of Truth. That was so fun. That was one of the most fun games I enjoyed playing through. It's the last time I really enjoyed a game. Like that, Metal Gear Solid Five. More recently, Sonic Mania. Witcher 3, I've really enjoyed that. I haven't beaten it yet. I was going to stream that, actually, but I can't stream Witcher and like play coherently. I'll just fucking die every five seconds. Like I did in Sonic Mania, which I hoped I would be able to muddle through, but it's... I can't play games and talk at the same time. I can't... I'm not... That's fucking hard for me. Streaming isn't as fucking easy as it looks. It looks fucking brain-dead easy. I mean, this is easy, just doing one thing or the other. John Machinima, the company gutted the industry. Now it's all just shit comedies made in GTA. Hmm. Alien fucking isolation, god fucking damn. Um, maybe. Live life how you want to. We only get one chance. I got to get back into the dating scene, man. That's another problem, too. Like, finding someone who's, like, on board with my political ideas. You know, and ideas about political correctness. Because you alienate so many fucking people nowadays if you just voice what you think about things. If you try and be honest about something, you'll just be alienated because it doesn't fall in line with their fucking leftist bullshit. And they they don't even have to agree with me. I just, I don't want to feel like I'm going to be attacked by just speaking my mind. I'm on Facebook and all I'm seeing is this leftist tripe that I have to fucking sift through every fucking day. I got to swallow this shit. And I don't say anything. You know? But if I want to voice my opinion, why do I have to feel like this This is such an, a fucking oppressive atmosphere? Why do I have to feel scared to voice my opinion? Uh, no, I haven't seen Blade Runner yet. I really want to. John, have you heard of that video game, Life is Strange? What do you think of these television show games? Personally, I kind of enjoy them. I've The title is familiar, but I don't think I've played it. Has anyone called you alt-right on Twitter yet? Uh, I mean, probably, but never seriously. Like, it's always been ironic or as a joke. I'm not alt-right. That's fucking dumb. And alt-right has nothing to do with fucking memes and shit. Alt-right is a, a certain ide ideology when it comes to, like, you know, immigration and national identity and shit like that, you know? It's not just because you like Harambe and Pepe and shit. You're not alt-right just because you go on 4chan. John, would you say politics should not be the forefront in people's thinking? All I see every day is just Trump, Trump, Trump shit, and I don't even live in the U.S. Yeah, man, I understand the fatigue. I know what... I don't think people should stop talking about politics. But I get why people want to stop talking about politics. I'm tired of it. I'm sick of fucking Colbert on his... I, I used to love the Colbert Report. But now, like, every episode of The Late Show with Stephen Colbert is him opening with, so Trump did this thing, and then uh, canned audience laughter. You know? It just gets fucking old. And it's it's, think it, it's real, really a shame that, you know... Like, fuck Trump. Like, just the fact that everybody holds the, the presidential office in so little regard, you know? It's just, like, I think that's bad. It's dangerous. You know, it's toxic. I want to be careful with that word toxic because I fucking hate that word too. Toxic masculinity. Apparently, I'm 
a toxic person just because I'm a man. I'm an evil man who just wants to have sex all the time. Stay away. John, what do you think of the notion that cartoons or comedy in general can't be taken seriously as a device for compelling storytelling? I don't think that's true anymore. I mean, of course they can. Of course they can be. They sh A lot of them should be taken seriously. That's how a lot of good shit gets made is through the medium of animation and cartoons. Because you wouldn't be able to get a project like South Park necessarily greenlit. Like, like the fact that South Park is relatively so easy to make, that means that they can make a show where they can voice their opinions on matters, you know? Whereas if you want to make something live action, you've got to go through a studio, you got to get it greenlit, you got to hire actors, you got to hire cast and crew. And all of those people are individuals with their own thought processes and beliefs and political stances. And you don't know if they're probably not going to align with yours, you know. But if you're just doing a cartoon that you can do all by yourself or with a relatively small staff, you can put some good material out there, you know. Shit that makes people question their ideologies. John taking the red pill is the greatest shit. That's all I'm eating, boys. Red pills. That's how I've been losing so much weight. Om nom 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 nom. Red pills. Do you like Conan O'Brien? I haven't watched Conan O'Brien in a long time. I like him, though. Yeah, he's cool. I don't know what he's done lately. Does he still have his show, Conan, on TBS? John, what did you think of Spider-Man Homecoming? I loved it, dude. That was a great movie. It's nice to see Michael Keaton back. He was great. Yeah, that's bullshit. From the outside looking in, Arby and the Chief looks dumb, but it gets deeper and darker than most shows, to be honest. Yeah, I got an email the other day saying they kept seeing, like, Arby and the Chief promotional material and, like, screenshots, but all they saw was the screenshots of action figures, and they, they said it, it quote-unquote, looked like some dumb Barbie shit. You know, and they just it just got completely ignored. And it wasn't until the guy finally caved and watched an episode where he was like, oh, this is this is actually pretty decently written and just kept watching one episode after another. And then he got hooked. It's all it takes, you know. I don't know what to do, man. I've worked so fucking hard. I, I still can't get my Patreon up to my fucking first goal. Like, I just want to be able to do this full-time and save a little bit of money every month and not just constantly fucking scrape by for two years. Constantly saving money, budgeting myself, not going to any movies at the theater. Not buying any video games, not buying any of the new consoles. Just constantly scraping by, trying to spend, like, no more than $5 a day. Like, that's all I do now is I go out and I buy one coffee. That's my that's my expenditure for a day. I go out and buy one fucking coffee. I write for two, three, four, five hours. I go back home and I edit all day. I don't know what the fuck to do. I made, I've made 11 fucking episodes of this show. Like, I've, I've cut a bunch of trailers together. I got commercials running on Facebook. Nothing's going viral. I mean, what do I have to do? The content's good, isn't it? It's like better than half the shit on Netflix. Oh, fuck. It's so frustrating, you know? You need a marketing campaign targeted at your audience. That's that's what I did. Like I, Facebook has its uh, audience configuration options. And so I, look, I looked at my analytical data. Like, okay, where's most of my viewership coming from? I got uh, United States is the biggest and then the United Kingdom. And then, like, Australia and Sweden, I think, before Canada. Like, Canada's, I think, fifth on the list. I'm not popular in Canada. But I'm popular in a shitload of other places, like, very far away from Canada. I'm popular in every country except my own fucking country. Because there's this stereotype that everything in Canada fucking sucks. Which isn't true. It's a bunch, there's some, there's some cool shit that comes out of Canada. It's just not quite in the quantity of the quality content that comes out of the States. Like, a lot of good shit comes out of America and United Kingdom and shit. John, as shitty as it is, you got to make some easy, quick content to get more people interested. 
Yeah, I want to do some kind of like. You guys ever hear of garbage reviews on YouTube? Apparently, the guy's doing really well on YouTube, and it's just him talking shit. Like, it's just like writing a bunch of stupid shit and then slapping video over top it and then releasing it as like a fucking 10, 20 minute video, and he's getting a shitload of views. I want to make something like that, I think, maybe. Or like, you know how those Plinket reviews, where it's just like a two hour long video of him talking about how the Phantom Menace sucks cock and why he kind of separates it into chapters. Like, I think I want to do something like that. That would be cool. I'll think about it. Because I've just been writing for so long that there's this temptation for me to really, like, like overanalyze the writing content, you know, and just like be so careful with it and like revise it and re-revise it, you know. I'm not like a first draft dude where I just like write something for the sake of it and then fire it out for the sake of having something on the channel, you know. If I put a video out, I want it to be good. What kind of animation style are you aiming for with Polyfrost? I want it to be like uh, Warner Brothers, like the old Batman cartoons, like Batman the Animated Series where there's an actual physicality and weight to the combat and the explosions and stuff, like, that's really important. I don't want it to be like a bouncy DreamWorks movie where there's no fucking physical tension. Make the podcast regular again for starters, brah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. This shit isn't easy for me, though, man. S like, streaming every day. Like, you, you need to have... My, like, I don't have the psychology to do it every day. You know, I'm I'm a private person and I like to spend a lot of time alone. I don't like streaming every day. And even doing it once a week. I mean, you run out of fucking material after a little while. And then I just end up like hitting a dead end where I'm just looking at the chat for things to talk about. And the chat's just completely devolved into a bunch of racist shit. <laughs> People fucking around. Phantom Menace is a masterpiece. I don't know about that. I think you might need more relevant content to grow your audience. It's about having new people find you. Yeah, I guess I, I just got to wedge relevant keywords into my fucking titles. You know. John Graham eviscerates Harvey Weinstein. If I'm talking about Harvey Weinstein. I hate that. When they they put the... the what's... Fuck. What's the... Adjectives? Or verbs? Yeah, verbs. Fuck, I'm an idiot. They capitalize the verbs in those titles. So-and-so destroys this guy. Black Ops 3's twist was that you were dead the entire time. You were playing through Taylor's memories when he connected his DNIs with yours. The Frozen Forest is about finding peace with death. Oh, that's interesting. I don't know if I picked up on that the first time. Like, I did play through it. I guess I kind of missed that, or I forgot. That's cool. Stream your thought process while writing, John. Yeah, I've thought about that. That's I can't do that shit. When I'm writing, I gotta be, like, on my own. I can't fucking brainstorm ideas for the show while I'm doing this shit. Yeah, now it's Kevin Spacey. That, that, that'll be the title of my next video. It won't be Arby and the Chief Episode 11. It'll be... Harvey Weinstein, Kevin Spacey, sex scandal, technology, CIA, uh, Harambe, Harambe rapes Kevin Spacey, uh, Harambe rapes Kevin Spacey and Kim Kardashian in explosive CIA scandal. Trump rapes every Trump rapes Kim Kardashian an explosive Kevin Spacey Harambe scandal. I'm just now joining and John, I'm so fucking proud of you. Thank you. Not sure what for exactly, but I appreciate that. Does John have an Instagram? Yeah, check my website. All my social media links are on my website. Imaginativelogo.com. You can see it at the bottom of the video there. Right? Right there. Go to this website. Do it now. Right now. Arr!
I'm literally taking a shit right now. Listening to your voice eases my asshole. Also, happy Halloween, cuck. I wish the best for your asshole. And thank you. You too. Is everybody having a good Halloween? You getting kids coming to the door? You got candy ready? Handing out candy to the kids there? Grab her by the pussy. Trump grabs Kevin Spacey's pussy in eviscerating Harambe scandal. Harambe rapes Antifa in this scandalous video the world doesn't want you to see. Is that really what I have to stoop to? These bullshit titles to get fucking attention? I mean, I did the podcast for a while. That kind of did jack shit. In comparison to my Arby and the Chief views, my podcast views are like nothing. A fraction. Nobody gives a fuck. Except you guys. You guys are cool. But everyone else is an idiot who watches trash television. Some of these TV shows, man, I don't know how they get a fucking audience. It's like they don't even go on stage with any material prepared. They just fucking start talking to the camera with no teleprompter and... They get a applause. For what? Yeah, I, I need some booze. Fuck.